again, everyone. As always, I am Kitty. I'm here with Becky, my mom. Hello. Quick point of order. Forgive us if the upload schedule and whatnot is a little spotty recently. Dana's computer took a big old and died. And she is now working on kind of a fossil. So the editing and upload schedule might be a little wibbly wobbly what the hecky for a bit. Apologies there. This is probably going to be like part six at this point, I think, of going through magazine articles. These ones, though, like the last episode, episode 28, are specifically ones that deal with being ace and a-spec stuff. This one specifically, we might actually get to poke a little bit more fun at because it is a Cosmopolitan article on 18 women and how they knew they were as asexual. So Jeez. hopefully they won't screw it up as much as they sometimes do, but it's still Cosmo. I love that the opening paragraph is, if you Googled MIA sexual and you landed on this article, here's a little secret. You might be. Here's another secret, Cosmo. If you're Googling MIA sexual, there's got to be some validity to the theory that you probably might be. Otherwise, why the heck are you looking it up? True enough. True enough. They mentioned that it go tends to go unnoticed within the community. So the fact that you know enough to Google is great. Some people believe it's not a valid orientation since it doesn't involve sexual preferences, while others are simply only used to hearing the LGBT part and forget the rest. Yes, because it's so long at this point. It is There's called a the reason. Alphabet Mafia for a reason. It's yeah. got a whole lot of letters in it now. Yeah, I I think it's I think the full version is and this will tell you how long it is at this point, because I belong to it and I'm not even sure of all the level letters. I believe it's LGBTQIA plus at this point. Wow. Yeah. What's the I? Intersex. Ah, okay. Lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender. Q is queer slash questioning. Intersex. Q, intersex and then asexual, aromantic. Some people insist it stands for allies. No, it does not. And then plus is just for anything that isn't already crammed in there. Stop. Like pansexual, omnisexual, etc. If you aren't familiar with the term as you'd like to be, let's start by addressing what it means to be asexual. Now, they went to the Trevor Project, which generally deals more with more widely recognized. Mm -hmm. I think Avon probably would have been a better place to get this definition. According to the Trevor Project, it's little interest in having sex, even though most desire emotionally intimate relationships. It's not a lack of interest. It's a lack of attraction. There is a difference between attraction and interest. As many sex-positive aces will tell you, the dog is being a spaz, so oh, apologies if up. you can hear him get whining. Up. He's... There you go. Now you're up. Can I sit back down? Thank you. <laughs> Fur kids, everybody. Can I have this little spot right here? Thank you. <laughs> Butthole. And they go into, like, it can look like not wanting to masturbate, not kissing, not having sexual feelings. While not being interested in sex and or feeling out of place in the dating world could be signs you're asexual, it's important to remember that everybody's experience is different. You're the only person who can really know how you feel when it comes to sexual attraction. So don't give labels too much power when they're meant to help foster a sense of community, not make the process more difficult. 
Yeah, I wish more people paid attention to that part yeah. and quit telling people, well, you're not ace enough. Or you're not whatever enough, yeah. Uh, to help show you that there's no one way to be ace, we've talked to 19, I thought it was 18 people. Yeah, well. We've talked to 19 people, but we named this article 18 people. Whatever. Okay, Cosmo, whatever. Who have shared their experiences realizing they were ace and what that meant for them. I knew there was something different about me when I was about 14. I kept hearing about other kids in my class losing their virginity. I didn't understand why they would want to have sex. I always thought sex was something just for adults, like drinking or cussing. <laughs> I was, I've been cussing since I was like six. They gave up on telling me not to when on a hot summer day in a, tr in a bit of traffic, the idiot beside us was acting like a jerk and... Of course, it's the middle of summer in the South, so everybody had their windows down, and I yelled out the window at him, learn how to drive, asshole. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to cuss at school, and preferably not in public. Uh, when I was 16, I got my first boyfriend, and I was so in love, but even then, I didn't want to have sex with him. I just felt like, well, we've been dating for six months, so I guess this is the next step. Then when I was 18 to 22, those years were filled with one night stands because that's what my friends were doing and it's what the guys I would meet wanted, so I had just assumed this is what people did. I didn't grow up with many friends and I desperately wanted to fit in with the few more I had made as I got older. I heard the term demisexual when I was 22 and it felt like I was seeing the world in brand new colors. Nobody around me knew what the term meant and I was an oddball when I came out as being demi, but it felt so liberating to finally have a sense of understanding of myself that I didn't care. I'm 29 now, a sex-positive, pan-romantic, asexual, and I've never been happier with myself. Oh, that's good. Number two. Oh, Lord. First inclination was when I did a quiz for the Kinsey scale off a link from Tumblr and failed it with an F, meaning it couldn't determine where I would fall on the scale. Why am I not surprised that it was a quiz on Tumblr? Yeah, well. I will say, for all the flack that Tumblr gets, it <clears> does <throat> act or at least it did. I don't know that it does anymore because they've changed so much of it. But it mm. did for a long time help a lot of people of this latest generation figure their crap out True. in terms of sexuality and things like that. The questions were set in a way that asked if the reason I would not have sex with a person was because of their gender. And all I could think was it wouldn't be because of that specifically, so no. It didn't give an option to elaborate since it's just a point-and-click quiz. That was eight years ago when I was 23. I started learning about asexuality after that and thinking it applied to me when I was around 25. When movies, TV, or people around me would talk about sex and how they counted the days since the last time they had it. Who actually does that? I have no idea. I want to say this. If you're with a person who can... It's been exactly four days, 13 hours, 7 minutes, and 22 Run. seconds since we last had sex. Time Run. to go. <laughs> because that is not a stable human being. That is not normal. No. I couldn't relate in the slightest and would think, is it really that big of a deal? No. <laughs> of course, then again, this is two aces talking. Exactly. So. I figured I just had a low libido up until then, which is true, but not what I thought it was. Uh, number three, when I got to college and guys would invite me over late at night to drink and watch movies, I thought that's genuinely what they wanted, and I didn't understand why so many of my male friends ghosted me. I found the term asexual online when I was partway through college, and I felt like it described me. Yeah. Huh. Uh, I felt confused and lost, then I read a romance novel with an asexual protagonist, and it all clicked. Just because they're asexual doesn't mean they don't want romantic love. And I suppose it depends on, on where they fall on the sex positivity scale. 
Right. I would think that that wouldn't sell nearly as well as the author perhaps hoped, purely because a lot of people are going to get into that and be like, oh, well, there's no heaving bosoms, fuck this. Which is a shame, because it's probably a damn good book. Yeah. I wish they... Depends on who wrote it. I wish they listed what it was. Yeah, me too. Because uh, I think I might like to read that book. Yeah. Number five, I remember I locked myself in my dorm for a week, just sleeping and crying and doing nothing but thinking about how wrong and fucked I felt inside. I had put myself in so many effed up situations to make myself right, to make myself sexual, but I just hurt myself more and resented myself. I even forgot about it after. I refused to believe I was asexual to the point I forgot I ever thought I was. Until I got into my first long-term relationship. He treated me better than any man I had ever met. That's when little by little, step by step, I was able to accept and assert myself and my sexuality. I told him a year into our relationship that I was asexual and we broke up. And that was okay with me because I had finally found myself and I was at peace. More at peace than I had been in a long time. Oh god. <laughs> Number six. I was literally reading a Harry Potter fan fiction where he was asexual and it all clicked. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love Harry, but... I have a hard time picturing him specifically as asexual. Yeah. Luna, I could see. Yeah. I could actually probably almost see Neville as well. Yes. Which, considering that they... Wound up together. That's not necessarily out of the realm of possibility. Yeah, they might just be two aces and that would be cute. Uh, the guilty conscience when it was over, the inability to actually get into it, the feeling that I wanted cuddles but others expected me to go all the way when I didn't. Biggest one, I had... No want to go have sex like all my friends. It made no difference to me except to make me uncomfortable when others talked about it at school. Yeah, try being on a double date and the other party are <laughs> well and truly involved. And it's like, oh my god. What the hell am I supposed to do here? Because I am not doing that. Yeah. I found yes. out while being in a relationship. I thought sex would just happen naturally. So I waited. <laughs> and waited. And nothing. After a year, I googled, I love my boyfriend, but I don't want to have sex, and here I am. There you have it. The thing that solidified my identity for me was honestly being on Tumblr, what I say, is. and discovering the word asexual to begin with. Also realizing that there were actually other people like me, and I wasn't alone. I first, or broken. Yeah. I first realized I was different when I was with my high school boyfriend. I wasn't really interested in sex or anything sexual while everyone was moving towards those steps of a relationship. When I got to college, I thought I was bisexual because I felt the same way towards guys and girls until I actually realized that I felt nothing at all. See, it should have been a big tip-off for me that losing my virginity was a conscious decision based on... Yeah, but you had other extenuating circumstances I know, but that. it's still, you know, it was like, okay, I'm going in the military, I could probably die, so maybe I should at least find out about sex before then, and, you know, I picked a guy, and, yeah, yeah. it was dumb. A quick <laughs> Tumblr search later, and I found asexuality fit me perfectly. It's been a difficult journey dating in the sexual world we live in because you never know if the other person is being truthful when they say it won't bother them. I can't count the number of people who've told me I should go to a doctor because I'm broken. It's good to be part of a community to see that others are going through the same thing. I knew something wasn't adding up when the girls who I got off the bus home from school with would say the boy across the road was hot and they had like a full-blown crush on him. I felt nothing. Like he looked good by social standards but I couldn't Feel what having a crush was like. Yeah. 
Oh, I had crushes. That didn't mean I had any interest in I'm I'm discovering that a lot of, like, fictional characters and things that I had a crush on, that no, I didn't. It wasn't... This relates to me being non-binary, not ace, though. It wasn't so much that I had a crush on them. It was more like, damn, I kind of want to be that dude. Yeah, like Spock. I can understand that. Yes. Spock, super logical, super smart space elf. Yep. It's not so much that I have a crush on Spock and I want to be with him... It's more like, I really want to hang out with him and or be like him. Yeah, I can understand that. That's more, I'm, I'm discovering as time goes on, it's like, no, it's not so much that I had a crush on them, it's more I had gender envy for yeah. them. <laughs> my, my first true crush was, you know, Jim West from Wild Wild West, Robert Conrad. I still, see, I will still other... allow that he was really, really hot in those damn tight pants, but well, see, I still didn't feel like I need to go have sex with this person. No, and see, that's the other thing is I'm, I'm, I'm discovering as time goes on is like, in my case, it's either like gender envy because I'm non-binary and generally the people that I gravitate to in that line are this like weird androgynous middle ground. You might mm -hmm. not be able to actually peg Pin, what they yeah, are yeah. or it's purely like aesthetic attraction slash yeah. platonic attraction. It's not so much that I want to fornicate with them. It's like I just like to look at them. I like to look at them and I like the personality that they have. Mm -hmm. I always just assumed I would want sex eventually when the time was right, but I reflected and realized that the time may never be right. In my last relationship, I was very much in love and we were together for almost two and a half years. Still, the time was never right. Then I remembered that I heard the term asexual come up back when I was in high school. I decided to look it up. I researched for hours and hours and hours that day. The Avon website was especially helpful. I believe that stands for Asexual Visibility and Education Network. Nice. Everything just sort of clicked. Learning the difference between aesthetic, romantic, sensual, and sexual attraction made everything make sense. Because there's a lot of different types of attraction, actually. Mm -hmm. Well, like Jason Momoa is a very attractive man. Yeah, I like to look at him. I oh, love yes. to look at Jason Momoa. And I love his personality. I would oh, love to be his... A, he's such I would a love... big kid. I'd love to be a friend. Yeah, I have an aesthetic attraction. I love to look at you. You're pretty. Just let me look at you. But also, he's a fucking hoot. And I would love to be that man's friend. Yep. And that is... That is that's the extent it. of it. I have no that's desire it. to be romantically involved and certainly not sexually. Through self-discovery and therapy, I learned that I was on the asexual spectrum. It was actually a huge slap in the face. I thought of how I had spent my entire sexual life trying to be what everyone told me I should be. I thought back to as far as I could have when the idea of who I should be was told to me. The earliest I could remember was watching Bambi as a child, the animals getting lectured by the owl on being twitterpated, the girl animals having big eyes and walking seductively, the realization of how society is teaching both boys and girls how they should be behaving at such a young age disgusted me and still does. I wouldn't have had the sexual life I've had. I wouldn't have had any children. I wouldn't have been sexually abused. I wouldn't have been in traumatic relationships. Learning I was asexual at 38 years old was like starting my life all over again, but this time I'm listening to myself and making decisions for myself. I know how that feels. Yeah. I always felt weird when growing up, especially as a teenager, because I was never into sex. You know, tell me about it. Yeah. I always pretended that I could relate when my friends talked about wanting to have sex. I did not, but they mostly, uh, I, I was very obviously neurodivergent, so they just kind of chalked it up to kitties being weird again. I just chalked it all always up to, 
I got three horses. I got no time for a boyfriend. So, yeah, y'all continue talking about whatever you're talking about. But I have literally never desired or even wanted it. I was in a lot of relationships where I thought sex was expected of me due to these conversations with my friends. So I would let guys do anything in fear of losing them. Then a few years ago, I wrote in a forum asking what was wrong with me and discovered the term asexual. I did a lot of research and realized this is who I was. Yep. I'm 27 and I always knew I was ace, but didn't know there was a word for it until a handful of years ago. Partially because I thought it was the default, at least for girls. I know, super wrong, but I didn't know any better. I didn't understand horny subplots in shows and thought it was like a collective in-joke for entertainment purposes in media until I met more and more people that related to it. Mm, yeah. Bubba! My Bengal is yelling in the other room very pitifully. You may or may not be able to hear him in the recording, I'm not sure. I realized I was ace right before I realized I'm also bisexual. <laughs> <laughs> or, well, biromantic. Yeah, biromantic asexual. That's what. My sexuality is fluid and evolving, as is my sex drive. I never wanted to have sex as a teenager, and the only reason I did at 19 was because I had been with my boyfriend for eight months, and him and the rest of society made it seem like it's just something we all do with our significant other. Yeah. While reading a comic strip online, I really identified with one character. I dug deeper into the comic's author, and that's when I learned the character was Ace. There were links for asexual resources. Suddenly, I wasn't alone. I wasn't weird. I was just queer. It also came with a catchier name. I knew representation in media was important, but it never hit me as hard as right then when it smacked me upside my head. That woman is 43. I know how she feels. After a pretty yikes relationship, I stopped dating and therefore stopped being physical with people sexually for two years and was like, wow, I don't miss it. And actually, I think I have felt better. Again, that's written, I know that feeling. That's written so weird, though. That last sentence, and actually, mm -hmm. I think I have felt better. Mm -hmm. Like, that's written so weird. It almost makes it sound like the way they have it formatted and written, it almost makes it seem like she thinks she felt better before she realized yeah, she was ace but i yeah. i think what she's meaning to say is i think i have felt better about it since discovering this yeah felt better about myself and where i am and how I yeah so they titled it 18. Mm. they screwed up and didn't check their numbers numbers and said 19 at the start of the article but there are only 18 actual yeah. entries okay fix your crap cosmo Again, these are just experiences of some people on the asexual spectrum. While we hope this article gave you feelings of validation and comfort, if you're still unsure about whether you're asexual or just looking for other resources, we've gathered some of the, our favorites, the Asexual Visibility and Education Network, Avon, GLAD, The Trevor Project, and Matthew's Place. Uh, for those looking for a sense of community or wanting to connect with others online, social media pages, yeah, that is it. Yeah. Now, that one individual that said that if they had known they were ace, they wouldn't have been sexually abused, that... That's not necessarily true. That is remarkably inaccurate. Sexual abuse comes from people who feel like they're entitled to take whatever they want. Yeah. Doesn't matter the age of the other person, their level of consent, their ability to consent. Yeah, it's, no. I want what I want, and you're going to do it. And that's uh, all there is. It's, sexual assault <laughs> of any variety is like 98% of the time less about sex and more about power Absolutely. wanting to dominate the other party or it's about entitlement 
I want what I want. Well, I mean, if you are the type of person that wants to dominate and control someone exactly. in a way that hurts, that is like that is entitlement. That is some god tier entitlement yes, right there. Yes, like that is. makes Karens look fucking meek and mild. Yeah, and we all know how I deal with that. Yeah. Not so well. I have no more tolerance for bullshit in my life. No. No. Once, once you hit 55 and up, the bullshit tolerance drops to pretty much zero. Yeah, but considering that poor Dana is going to be editing this on an absolute dinosaur of a laptop until hers gets replaced or rebuilt, the episode's beyond probably just... Probably going to be shorter. Beyond just being potentially more sporadic on the upload schedule, they're probably going to be shorter. So we're going to call it here for today. So thank you so much for listening. If you would like to see behind the scenes stuff or be a guest on the podcast, you can get in touch with us on Instagram at Knights of Nope, Reddit at you slash Knights of Nope. You can also email us at a casual exchange at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you guys. Send us any comments, concerns, or questions. That is all for us for today while my brain has a seizure. And we'll see you guys in another episode. Another episode. Exactly. Casual Exchange was created by the Knights of Nope. Producing and editing credits go to Dana. The podcast is hosted by Kitty, and music credits are in the description. Holy cow, my brain is... Bleh.